Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 40. Yay! I'm sitting here with Tiana James, um, and we're going to talk all about skincare and beauty and all of this stuff. So, I'm going to read her bio, and then we'll get into our questions. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Tiana James is a beauty entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience and the owner of Bamboo Beauty, which is Detroit's first conscious beauty and wellness shop. Bamboo Beauty retails a carefully selected collection of all women-founded clean beauty brands. She is a gentle activist for conscious consumption, whole body wellness, and natural beauty. Tiana earned her cosmetology license in 2006. She serviced hundreds of women and has worked with dozens of beauty brands throughout her entire career. Tiana launched BambooBeauty.shop in 2018 after completing Tech Town's retail boot camp with the goal of opening a physical location in the very near future. Her personal mission is to break the cycle of poor skin and hair health by teaching women how to abstain from synthetic and toxic chemicals commonly present in women's personal care and beauty products. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. You look very refreshed, even though there's some craziness going on (laughs) in the world. Um, Well, yeah, that's how I like to feel and look all the time. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> How has your self-isolation or social isolation been going? Um, usually I am really socially isolated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much of a loner, so mm-hmm. I like to be at home okay. anyway. Um, but I haven't let this pandemic keep me in the mm-hmm. house for that reason. Yeah. Um, usually I just go to work and, you know, do my errands and mind my business. And I like to be home uh-huh. with my family. Yes. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I'm pretty much the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just about to do this real quick and then I will be back yes. on my couch. I long to be back home. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I mean, but that's good, too, because that just means you have a very, like, cozy space mm-hmm. that you like being, you feel comfortable at home. Yes, so yeah. always thankful yes. about my home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first question for you is what gave you the idea to start Bamboo Beauty? Well, I've always, so I am a um, hairstylist, as you read in my bio. And so I've always really um, been very picky about the products that I use on my clients. I want the best quality products. Mm -hmm. And so I've always um, go to professional stores to get my products instead of like Asian-owned beauty supply stores. And really because I don't like the the layout of the beauty supply stores, the Asian owned ones and and the service that they, the customer service is terrible. So I I stay out of them, but I understand that's where women go to get their beauty supply Mm -hmm. products. They can't go to the professional stores like I can. Right. So I always wanted to own a beauty supply store Mm -hmm. and kind of fashion it after the professional beauty supply stores, meaning the customer service that they give, the education that they give to the consumers um so then doing hair you get to speak with a lot of women they share their personal stories Mm -hmm. and they get to talk about things like um their reproductive health okay and so they're talking about all these issues that they have with fibroids and infertility pcos and just not getting a lot of help from the 
their healthcare providers. Okay. And so it led me down um, a Google mm-hmm. <laughs> rabbit, rabbit hole of <laughs> <laughs> um, natural reproductive healthcare. And so okay. I fell into this whole like fertility awareness and holistic reproductive healthcare education. And it led me to take a course in being a certified holistic reproductive health practitioner. Okay. And during that course, I learned about how our um, beauty products, the ingredients that are used in our beauty products contribute to the reproductive health issues oh. that we may be facing. And so when learning that, it, it led me to look at the things that I was using okay. on myself. Okay. And then thinking about the beauty supply store that I wanted to open, I felt like I couldn't contribute to these health issues that we're facing mm-hmm. in that way. So I just wanted to do it differently. And so it evolved into um, like a clean beauty boutique. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I hit the mic sometimes <laughs> too. <laughs> so that idea of that beauty supply store, it evolved into the clean beauty boutique. Mm-hmm. And so um, just started researching how to open a beauty supply store. And it's just a lot into it. And so yeah. um, after taking that retail bootcamp class, it taught me a lot about um, having a physical brick and mortar location. Okay. And so then, you know, eventually, like with the funds that I had, because Bamboo Beauty is self-funded, okay. it just made sense to start online first. Right. And so then working up towards the physical location that we'll be having soon. Yay. <laughs> so I want to talk about these products that are contributing to issues with reproductive health. So what are some ingredients that are kind of like messing with that? Okay, pull out the list. Girl. Mm. <laughs> I have some notes that I always keep because yeah. I like to study because I'm, you know, I'm educated. I like to educate people right. about things. So I always keep my notes around. But the things that are very common in our products are first fragrances, synthetic okay. fragrances. I tell people about that all the time. It's, Fragrance isn't okay. everything. It's really the one thing that makes this product different from that product. Okay. So they'll have the same ingredients, but it'll be the fragrance that make you think it's a totally different product. Okay. So fragrances contribute to reproductive hormone, um, reproductive issues, hormone disruption, mm-hmm. um, mineral oils. Okay. So think about Vaseline. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <sighs> sulfates, which are like more like foaming agents okay. so they help things to lather mm-hmm. um there are things like parabens they are preservatives they're endocrine disruptors reproductive um and immune toxicity it mm-hmm. causes then phthalates which is more like the the fragrances okay Formelda. does that count for perfume too yeah perfume is mm. it's off it's just like a it's a cocktail of chemicals. And so, like, the word fragrance, I did a post on this recently. Mm-hmm. So you'll look on the ingredient list and you'll see down near the bottom, and sometimes it's at the top, um, it'll just be the word fragrance or perfume. Mm-hmm. That one word can contain a, at least 500 chemicals. Okay. And because of the trade secret laws, like a company, a fragrance industry does not have to tell you what is in this fragrance cocktail because mm-hmm. of trade secret laws. Because if you knew what chemicals and fragrances they use in that one cocktail, you can 
make it yourself, right? right? So they don't have to tell you what's in it. And it can be as much as 3,000 chemicals in that one word. That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang, and it's sad. something that people never even think about. Because let me tell you how I spray <laughs> perfume mm-hmm. multiple times a day, every day. I, like, love it. <laughs> and fragrance, like, it causes it causes things like you ever smell somebody's perfume and it might give you a headache. Yeah. So it causes migraines. It may trigger allergies in someone. It may mm-hmm. trigger asthma attack in someone. Yeah. And, and people experience those things every day mm-hmm. and don't think about oh i spray perfume every day on me and right. i am contributing to my allergies okay dang like that. That <laughs> and is- i know i hate to be like a <laughs> the bearer of bad news. Yes. <laughs> but i like to bring awareness to the things that we don't think about because mm-hmm. so many people face these issues and they don't think about the their beauty habits yeah contributing to them okay Alrighty, I guess I'm gonna have to tell my parents to let that Vaseline go. <laughs> um, so what makes a beauty product clean? <laughs> what makes a beauty product clean? So first, um uh how I tell people to choose clean ingredients. First we're gonna ignore what the front of the products is. Okay. So the front of a product may say um it's super moisturizing or you know it's softens skin mm-hmm. or it's maybe a popular brand that you're seeing all over the place we want to ignore what the front of the product says mm-hmm. and turn it around and don't be scared to read that ingredient list and okay it might seem like you know you might shy away from reading it because you can't pronounce the words or you don't know what any of it means but you have a f- smartphone mm-hmm. in your hand All the time. time. So we can type those words in. We don't have to pronounce them, but we can type them in. Mm -hmm. And so just getting comfortable with um, learning what the commonly used ingredients is because most of the products use the same ingredients. Okay. And so um, we want to stay away from things you can't pronounce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So and then um, look for formulations that have more botanical ingredients. So natural oils, um, essential oils, natural butters, mm-hmm. um, anything, just simple formulations. When it's a shorter list of ingredients, it's usually that's the product that you want to choose because okay. you're staying away from those ingredients that you shouldn't be using. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that makes sense. So... You mentioned like you were contributing to this kind of not so great ecosystem of mm-hmm. just like, like you said, like, oh, my perfume might be giving somebody a headache mm-hmm. or I'm putting this stuff in my hair and not realizing like how it's kind of affecting my body. But what were some products that you were like swearing by before <laughs> you decided to make the switch? Mm, more so with me, like um, shampoos, because I do hair, like mm-hmm. I love a good lathering yeah. silky softening shampoo mm-hmm. and when I learned about you know the things that the ingredients that make a shampoo so lathery mm-hmm. or um, the ingredients that makes a hair oil make your hair feel so silky mm-hmm. so like I was just um right now I'm Half of the products I use are clean okay. when I'm working in a salon. Okay. And so I'm trying to switch over, which is hard to find a clean shampoo yeah. and a clean conditioner. It's really hard. But I was in the beauty supply store, and I'm looking for a totally clean hair oil. So I'm looking at the ingredients, and 
all of them have like dimethicone or silicone. Mm-hmm. And why can't an oil just be oil? Yeah. Why does it have to have fragrance in it? Mm-hmm. And and so like the word dimethicone is silicone. It's like a plastic. Yeah. And so you're putting this oil on your hair that has a plastic that seals. It's supposed to seal your strands. Okay. Or even if it's in a skincare product, it's supposed to seal, mm-hmm. make a seal over the skin. But it's clogging the pores. Mm-hmm. It's choking out the pores or the, the strands, drying the hair out. Mm-hmm. So things like that is hard to let go. Shampoos, conditioners. Because yeah. you want something that's softening. Right. But, yeah. Well, what are, so have you like kind of grown to making your own shampoos or like the natural ones that you use? <laughs> what are some ones that you would recommend? I am not a DIY person okay. at all. Okay. I don't want to make anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why Bamboo Beauty is just like a, a retail store yeah. because I, I'll seek out brands and do the research myself and okay. I'll just retail other people's brands because okay. I don't want to make a thing at yeah. home. So I found a few um, clean hair care products. Um, like Innersense Beauty is a, a very clean shampoos and conditioners. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Rosebrook, okay. that's a good hair care product um, brand. And then, what you say, skincare products. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the brands that Bamboo Beauty carry are skincare products. So my favorites are Brown and Coconut, mm-hmm. um, Creole Essence has good hair oil and uh, Plant Apothecary. They're a good skincare line. And so I like to find those like never before heard of yeah, brands. I'm not, I'm not familiar with yeah, the ones you just named. And so those are the, the indie brands. I like to um, support the indie brands because okay. they're the ones who are changing the mm-hmm. beauty industry. And then you see the bigger conventional brands they're the ones trying to emulate the indie brands or the conventional like big box beauty stores are carrying indie brands Mm -hmm. now because they are the ones who are changing the beauty industry they are the one who have the formulations with like interesting ingredients in it um and finding a way to um formulate their products but still be effective Mm -hmm. clean but still effective luxurious and Yeah. Um, So I kind of want to talk about the name of your company. Um, So what is, can you talk about the significance of bamboo? So I was reading it on your website, but if you could just share. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I'll tell the story of how it came to be Bamboo Beauty because it was something else that was terrible and very embarrassing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I was in this um, program and it was a, it was a, a, a jumpstart your business and, um, we call it business plan program through Grand Innovation, which is a local organization here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we had to do a pitch at the end of the business. And it was like some funders in there. Michigan Women's Foundation mm-hmm. was there. And so um, at the end, Dr. Nicole, who is the founder of Grand Innovation, mm-hmm. she challenged me about the name that I had. She didn't like it. And I didn't like it either, but okay. that's just the name I had. Right. And so she challenged me to change the name. And so I'm like, okay. 
So I used to listen to this show, um, the Karen Hunter show. Okay. It's on Sirius XM. And so she will always say, you have to be like bamboo. Bamboo is hard to break. You can mm-hmm. bend it as much as you want. It's hard to break. You have to be like bamboo in these uncertain times. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there talking to myself, like, come on, Tiana, be like bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> be like bamboo. <laughs> you got to pivot. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, oh, bamboo beauty. And so I did some research on the bamboo plant and it was saying um how like the characteristics of it like one of them's like it's a uniquely wonderful wonderfully blessed plant okay um it was like bamboo can grow in the poorest of climates and soils and i'm thinking like oh that sounds like some of the women i know they come from the poorest of situations Mm -hmm. and they can grow and thrive in it Mm -hmm. and it was like bamboo when you cut it down it grows back fast sounds like some of the women i know Mm -hmm. they come to these obstacles and circumstances and it stops them and they track but they come right back Mm -hmm. out of it and just some of the characteristics how um it's symbolizes in different cultures of friendship and elegance and strength it just it sounds like the women that I know yeah or that you read about people that I'm inspired by and so I'm like bamboo beauty Mm -hmm. I like that and so that's what it means that's a good story (laughs) thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so you mentioned you do not want to DIY anything which was (laughs) one of the questions I have for you which is like, because I feel like normally when people open up shops, it's like they have one or two of their own products in there. But now that I know that you like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. How how do you go about, like, one, finding these indie brands? Because that's, I feel like, 85% of the struggle. Like, mm-hmm. if they're not humongous, then they're getting kind of, like, overshadowed mm-hmm. by these bigger brands. So, one, how do you find them? And, two, what makes you decide, like, okay, this brand can go in the bamboo bamboo beauty shop? So I want to attribute to finding the brands to Instagram. Yeah. I love Instagram. (laughs) I love Instagram for the people that Mm -hmm. you find that, you know, you would never find anywhere else because they're not getting exposure. Right. Um, So a lot of the brands that I have found, um, I found them through Instagram or just reading certain um, industry interviews and things okay. like that and so I'll go and research their brand um, learn about their philosophies and I'll research the ingredients mm-hmm. in their products make sure that they're truly clean and then I like to become a customer of the brand so I will just before I reach out to them I'll order their products okay. see how they come packaged mm-hmm. um and I'll use them for a couple weeks. If I truly like them, they're effective. If they do what they say they do, then I reach out to them um, about wholesale partnership. And okay. then um, if it makes sense, then I add it to Bamboo Beauty. Okay, cool. I love, well, I really enjoy like finding new skincare brands. Me too. Stuff, so. I love it. And yeah. I'm like, this is my job to right, <laughs> try to skincare products, which is so fun to yeah. me. Like, I was looking on your site and I was like, oh, I want to try all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it was. Like, I found products like, oh, I'd like to try that. Oh, mm-hmm. it has interesting ingredients or it's just something different. Yeah. And I'll try it if I like it, if it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is just a very broad question, and I'm sure you get it all the time. But why is skincare so important? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> she about to lay it on this <laughs> Okay, so, because I can go many different ways with that. So it is mm-hmm. broad. And I so, also just want to say before you start, Tiana has beautiful skin. Thank you. It's literally glowing. So sometimes I catch myself in the mirror like, damn girl. Okay. <laughs> Dang, that's so, me. <laughs> okay, so I can go many different ways. So mm-hmm. with me, so why is it important to me? So everybody is like scared to get old, right? Yeah. But we're gonna get old. Right. We're we that's mm-hmm. the way of life. So I'm like, okay, I don't mind getting older. Mm-hmm. I wanna make sure I look young though. Right. So that was like when I when I finally like came to that, like it's okay if I get older, but I want to make sure I stay as young as I can for mm-hmm. as long as I can. So that became a thing. Like I'm gonna get my skin together. Okay. And then like so many people are like they can't go out the house without makeup mm-hmm. because they think they're ugly without makeup mm-hmm. because their skin is so ruined. Right. right? We should not have to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If we don't have a full face of makeup right. on, it's just that's that stress and that like uncomfortability with our natural selves is not cool. Yeah. And so I like to say that skincare is my foundation. So I can go anywhere. I sometimes I feel ashamed, but I can go to like a, a black tie event and have on lipstick only mm-hmm. <laughs> like and but I but when I look at the pictures it looks like I have makeup right. on and so that's why it's important to me like I can go anywhere with a fresh face yeah. and feel comfortable mm-hmm. and then just taking care of ourselves because we only get one body so it's yeah. not just about our face it's our whole body mm-hmm. when you see when you see older people and and they don't look good like it makes you not want to get old mm-hmm. right but if we see an older person and they are looking good yeah. and fresh, like, oh, I can, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just, we get one body and we just got to take care of it from head yeah. to toe. So. And I think, too, people, when they think of skincare, they do only think of the face. They don't think about, yeah, like, oh, I should probably moisturize after I get out the shower. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe I shouldn't use Vaseline lotion, <laughs> as we just learned. Like, all of these things. But... Yeah, I am the same. I try to make sure my skin is like decent mm-hmm. because I'm I just don't like taking the time to put out put on a full face. Mm-hmm. It takes too long. Sometimes I can't get my eyebrows right mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the feel of it like it feel like cuz you are choking your skin out mm-hmm. when you cover it with so much makeup every day. Makeup is supposed to be an accessory, mm-hmm. not a daily essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, who's about to be washing these brushes off every day? <laughs> hate cleaning makeup I, brushes. Oh, <laughs> Especially man. when I forget and it's like a day that I'm going to put on makeup. Like, oh, and then it's like, right, clean. <laughs> right. And then it's like, well, now I have to take this risk. Yeah. And like my skin is going <laughs> to immediately, it's like my skin is like, break out. yes. Like, mm-hmm. why are we, why are we doing this? We you doing had weeks to wash these brushes off and you didn't do it. <laughs> no, I'm the same. Um, well, are there like, do you know of any like natural or like, better foundations that people can maybe try out Ooh, what is that brand name i always lose it i'm losing it because i don't know of any personally. it's not a lot yeah and there is one that i can't think of the name right now but i don't really wear makeup if i get my makeup done mm-hmm. 
if I do wear makeup, I'm getting it done and it's not clean makeup. Yeah. So I haven't like delved into that world yeah. of makeup yet mm-hmm. because I don't care for it. Right. Um, but I will get there because mm-hmm. when I open the store, then. Um, yeah. But OK, so one brand, Ritual Defeat. Okay. That's what I was thinking of another. But the, another one that is truly clean makeup. And it's um, a brand owned by by women. They're mm-hmm. three sisters, and um, it's clean skincare. They have <clears throat> foundations, mm-hmm. lipsticks, all kinds of things. So that's okay. one ritual defeat. And I still can't. I'm still drawing a blank for the other one that I'm thinking of. Okay, if you think of it, just let me know, <clears throat> and I'll tell the people. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so some of the top ingredients you feel like people should start incorporating into their skincare routines. Mm-hmm. I love shea butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shea butter for your face, for your body. Um, olive oils are good. Mm-hmm. We have a brand called Olive and M, and it's an olive oil based skincare line. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, people who like fragrances, you can find things with essential oils. Essential oils, they have become very um, good with formulating fragrances mm-hmm. with essential oils. But I like oils. So um, a lot of women are afraid to put oils and serums on their face because they already think that they have um, oily skin. Okay. So actually adding oils to your skin help your skin to not produce so much oil oh. it balances the oil production okay. so um what did you say ingredients or products well period? both really um so if somebody is not able to like access a certain brand like are oh. there certain ingredients that maybe they should start trying to say like okay well i can't get you know, because sometimes, you know, natural skincare can get very expensive. expensive yeah. And so, so I tell people to to go. I always go to health food stores okay. for because sh- like shea butters, body butters can get expensive mm-hmm. when they're clean. So I always go get like um, shea butters from the health food store. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you call it? Cocoa butters. Yeah. Olive oils, black, um, black African black soap mm-hmm. and um, Castile soaps, things like that, mm-hmm. natural things, and just oils. Speaking <laughs> of African black soap, I was on your Instagram page one day, mm-hmm. and you were doing a live or IGTV about African black soap, and you're like, this is what it's supposed to look like, mm-hmm. and this was not supposed to mm-hmm. look like. So would you mind telling us what it should, it should <laughs> not look like? I see so many bars of soap that say black soap, mm-hmm. and it really is a black bar of soap. Mm-hmm. And African black soap is not black mm-hmm. and it's not hard okay. like a bar of ivory would be. Mm-hmm. It's soft and it's brown and it has um, different color variations. So you'll see some um, pieces of black coal in there. You'll see some pieces of tan shea butter in mm-hmm. there and it's variations of color and you should be able to form it like you can do like you can form a ball of play-doh okay and so um if you're if your black soap is black mm-hmm. and if it's hard if you can't like break it or form it it's not true african black soap okay. it's just soap that has either some charcoal in it mm-hmm. or it's been dyed black okay and if it has fragrance in it it's not pure african black soap Thank you. <laughs> PSA for everyone. 
Um, so you got your cosmetology license in 2006. So when you were in school, do they like talk to you about more like holistic or natural no, not things? At all. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't learn that. I didn't learn about natural products until I started researching them. Um, but no, they don't really teach you about holistic ways. Mm-hmm. They just actually hair school only teaches you what you need to know to pass the, the test. state board okay. test. That sucks because mm-hmm. like <laughs> I want to learn more. <laughs> yeah, you, you get your experience and the good education in the salon okay. or when you take classes or when you just do your own research. Mm-hmm. But they are only they're only required to teach you what you need to know to pass the state board. Okay. Dang. Do you think mm-hmm. they'll ever change that? So I have a f- idea. Okay. <laughs> where I wanted to in the future um open a a, a beauty college where Yes, I'm teaching you what you need to know to pass the state board, but also teaching more things that you need to know to use in the salon, mm-hmm. but also teaching more holistic ways to okay. manage. Yeah. That would be helpful. Um, so with Miss Rona affecting everybody these days, <laughs> um, what are some key things that we need to keep in mind when it comes to really just our skin and hair health Mm. or does it even correlate would you say well well yeah I'll say that we definitely want to wash our hands Mm -hmm. which y'all should have been doing anyway (laughs) (laughs) my hands are ruined because of how much I wash my hands Um, so (laughs) wash your hands and wash your hands before you wash your face Mm -hmm. because if you're washing your hand if you're washing your face with dirty hands you're washing your face with dirty cleanser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wash your hands before you wash your face. Don't touch your face mm-hmm. all day because think about the things that our hand touches. We tie our shoes or right. we scratch our scalps or, you know, we just touch things. We touch doorknobs all day. Mm-hmm. So you want to keep your hands off your face, hands out your mouth. Um, what else? Keep yeah. Like, um... I like to tell people to keep their hair off of their face too okay. because their hair catches so much debris. That's true. And it is oily because black women, we wash our hair maybe like once a week, mm-hmm. twice a week. It's oily and it's dirty. So we want to keep our hair off of our face mm-hmm. and stop touching our hair so much, pulling on it and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Definitely keep your hands out of your mouth. <laughs> I... Like growing up, I used to be a nail biter, and then mm-hmm, I, one day too. I was just like, "This is it's actually dis- very nasty. It's disgusting. This is very disgusting." <laughs> so now when I see people do it, I'm like, I just want to pull them aside. <laughs> like, do you understand <laughs> what you're doing? Like, no, just yeah. no, no, no. That's gross. Just stop it. It's not acceptable if you are over the age of two. <laughs> like to have your yeah. hands in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I have to remind my kids all day. Get your hands out your mouth. Get your hands yeah. out your face. They just want to touch, touch, touch. Yeah, especially little kids because they yeah, they be touching everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. What would you say is the most important step in your skincare routine that you should never skimp out on? Every morning and mm-hmm. every night, cleanse your skin. Okay. You have to cleanse it from all of the debris that has been um, caught on your face throughout the day. So at nighttime, do not go to bed without 
washing your face and at least applying some toner or a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. So every morning and night, cleanse your skin. Um, what else? Oh, just lost it. But yes, cleanse. Oh, when you cleanse your skin, you want to wash. You know how they tell you to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds? Mm-hmm. You want to wash your face for at least 30 okay. seconds, 60 seconds. So mm-hmm. cleanse, always tone after cleansing because mm-hmm. you want to bring the pH levels back to your skin to balance it and to close your pores. And the toner helps your moisturizer that you apply after the toner to penetrate better, mm-hmm. absorb more. Okay. I have a question about, I always feel like I say this wrong, but hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid. Okay. Is it necessary? Because I use a lot of like oil, like natural oils on my face Mm -hmm. and people are like, oh, you need to do a cream with the hyaluronic acid and stuff. Like how necessary is that for me to find a product with it Um, in there? I would say if you are new to caring for your skin Mm -hmm. then maybe you want to find something like that to help with um getting rid of like hyperpigmentation Mm -hmm. and softening and moisturizing Mm -hmm. your skin hydrating it but if you are very consistent with cleansing and moisturizing your skin I think that that kind of treatment is something that is um that you do sparingly like it's not an everyday thing or if you have like very um mature if you're a mature person mm-hmm. <laughs> you have more dry skin then you want to focus on that because mm-hmm. my skin is drier mm-hmm. and i used the product with it in it and i felt like it dried my face up mm-hmm. so i was like so it depends on um what you get because it does strip the skin of its say, the the layer the top layer okay so it depends on the product that you get. Okay. If it's a clean formulation or mm-hmm. not, it will. Like, usually dirty ingredients will make your face drier. Okay. Because I can't, I think I got it from, I went to like an influencer event or something and it was at this, um, I don't want to call him a dermatologist. So I didn't really know what the event was until I got there. But it was this guy, he invited like a group of people to his office. He does like, fillers and like botox and i'm like i'm not getting it Mm -hmm. but i was just like whatever like they said beyonce's makeup artist is gonna be there so therefore i will be there Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i went and they did the demonstration and it did like it actually was very informative because i had an idea of like what botox looked like before and then i was like oh this lady just got it done and she looks fairly normal so they gave us like a goodie bag full of stuff and that was one of the products in there and i was like let me just try it Mm -hmm. but yeah well, I wouldn't take a product from anyone who is doing both. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's suggesting or performs a Botox um, like, treatment, no. I wouldn't trust mm-hmm. products that they are suggesting. Yeah, because Botox is like it was. It was <laughs> crazy to see, and I'm like on the squeamish side so when the lady was like getting the getting it done i was just like what is is nobody else seeing this to like, each his own like i said i like to mind my business i put the education out there and it's free for you to take mm-hmm. or leave on the table yeah <laughs> but botox is like when you you can just google like botox it comes from the word botulism mm-hmm. but it's like classified as one of the toxic yeah most toxic chemicals in the world i can believe that. and so 
injecting it into your face like why would you want to do that Mm -mm. (laughs) then at the end they were like yeah if you guys ever want to come in and like get something done and i was like yeah, to I each its own. I don't know. <laughs> it's not my thing. I just like to take care of my skin, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and yeah, as and so that's that's another thing. Like all of this information, education, you, I like to use it as preventative mm-hmm. care. So take care of your skin now, and as a proactive. Um, measure instead of waiting till you get older and now you're reacting to Mm -hmm. how your skin looks based on the poor skin practices that you had Mm -hmm. all your life yeah it was it was very interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so i want to talk about your future store Mm -hmm. so ideally if you had like no budget nothing Mm -hmm. is like standing in your way Mm -hmm. what would your store look like so let's see. It's going to be very like boutique style. Mm-hmm. So um, I like the like decor of like mid-century modern decor. So lots of woods and greenery. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that, you know, the shelves will be stocked with all of the best clean beauty brands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I like to have like a, a wash bowl area in there where you can try on whatever product you want mm-hmm. and then you have somewhere to wash it off okay. or you know just to experience the product in the store um <clears throat> to find your favorite and of course i i'm a hairstylist so of course i want to have like a little salon suite in there mm-hmm. where you, you come for all of your clean hair care services mm-hmm. um what else <clears throat> let's see I don't know how to describe it in words. Okay. But just cute and boutique mm-hmm. and a good vibe. Yeah. Nice music playing. Mm-hmm. Just somewhere like lounge, like where you could just come hang out. Like it's not a rush. Like you come discover your favorites. Right. Like it's not a pressure to like yeah. come in and buy just something. Just come in and discover. get educated Do and some learn research. some things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like... A location in mind of where you would like it to be <laughs> so i've been driving by <laughs> this one place um actually i drove by yesterday mm-hmm. and it's in rivertown okay but somewhere like i like the corktown area mm-hmm. i like you know southwest detroit mm-hmm. um i'm not so sold on downtown because i just don't like the parking situation oh, yeah. downtown it's rough <laughs> um just somewhere where it's like a nice happening area where it's like you know walkable mm-hmm. and lots of people are already coming to shop at different areas right. restaurants other stores yeah somewhere where it's happening but definitely in detroit mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. um well you kind of already told me this but i'll still say three three ingredients or products that you know are common and that you know people use. But if you could, like, stand on a soapbox and be like, stop using these three things, mm-hmm. what would it be? Um, yeah, like I said, fragrance. Okay. Because it is an endocrine disruptor. Um, mineral oils, so anything that has, like, petroleum in mm-hmm. it. Because when you think about petroleum, it is a gas. Yes. It comes from gas. Yes. Right? It's toxic. Um, and then what is another one? Um, like, mm, let me see. I had this lotion and I, um, it was really 
like truly messing my hands and like my I like literally went to bed and I was like why am I so itchy and I looked Mm -hmm. at the back and somebody was like this has mineral oil in Mm -hmm. it and I was like wow yep and then preservatives that um that release formaldehyde Mm -hmm. so when we think about formaldehyde formaldehyde is like embalming fluid that's what they use in corpses why is that not illegal to okay so that just doesn't seem so that was like a point like the cosmetic industry is so unregulated like Mm -hmm. anybody can make a product and sell sell it it without any like regulation so yes they have rules and laws but it's not really enforced unless so many people are becoming affected and then then you have to complain about it for them to even investigate it Mm -hmm. so like um, the U.S., they don't really regulate the cosmetic and beauty industry like Canada does okay. or Europe does. Like they, Canada and Europe, they've banned like 1,300 chemicals oh. in products when the U.S. have only banned like 11. Okay. And why it's legal, I don't know. But what we can do is start thinking about our dollars as Mm -hmm. a vote so whenever you buy something you're casting your vote for Mm -hmm. something right so if you continue to buy i hate to call out brands but if you continue to buy vaseline products Mm -hmm. vaseline is going to continue to make their products exactly how they make them but if you stop buying these products that are contributing to your fibroids Mm -hmm. or your pcos they're going to say oh wait they don't want these products no more. Mm-hmm. We're going to start making other things. Okay. Right? <clears throat> that is interesting to me because you have to have a license, or you're supposed to, to, like, do hair. Mm-hmm. Or you have to have a license to, like, operate certain machinery. But it's interesting that for something that's, like, going on your skin mm-hmm. or whatever, like, they just kind of, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I want to explain how ingredients affect our health okay so like you put a product on and so there's a study that came out on average that women use at least 12 products a day okay all containing at least the very least 168 chemicals okay so let's say every day you wash your face you put your moisturizer on you put your lotions on mm-hmm. you put your deodorant on you put your lipstick on foundation every day you're putting this on something on your skin that sits on there all day mm-hmm. and our skin absorbs whatever you put on it it absorbs it so the evidence of that is like remember like nicotine patches Mm -hmm. that go on our skin you absorb the chemicals in the nicotine patch right so we absorb all the chemicals that are in our products and it enters into our bloodstream Mm -hmm. and then it goes to our liver our liver is has the function of um detoxing the chemicals out right Mm -hmm. but some of the ingredients that are in our products our body does not know how to process them. Okay. So it'll impede the function of our liver or they'll just accumulate in the body and not even leave. Mm -hmm. And so when you're impeding the function of your liver, you're causing your endocrine system to be disrupted, which the endocrine system controls our hormones. So like you ever heard of um, estrogen dominance? Mm -hmm. So a lot of these chemicals act or mimic estrogen. So they're in our bodies sitting there and they're mimicking estrogens, which means that 
um, our estrogen levels are elevated more than they should be. Okay. Estrogen causes things to grow. <clears throat> so when a woman, like when a young girl is hitting puberty, mm-hmm. her breasts are growing, her hips are widening, her estrogen levels are going up. Right. But also estrogen <clears throat> causes tumors to grow. Okay. Like breast cancer and endometriosis, PCOS. All of those things have abnormal growth mm-hmm. in them, right? So you have these products that are mim- mimicking estrogen and they're just causing things to grow. Okay. That's how our products, our ingredients, chemical ingredients contribute to mm-hmm. our reproductive health. So is that the same for men too? Or it is the same for men okay. because there are products when they're in this, so men don't really produce estrogen. Right. But when they have ingredients that are going into their bodies and mimicking estrogen, then you'll see um, men who are growing breasts okay. from certain things. Um, some of the ingredients, they cause birth defects in male babies. Okay. So, yes, it it, it it contributes to men, too, but it doesn't cause them to. They don't have uteruses and ovaries right. to have the same issues that we have. Okay. That's so interesting. <clears throat> um, <laughs> what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? <laughs> what does it mean to me to be a damsel in Detroit? So I am Detroit born and raised. Yay. I love Detroit. Mm-hmm. I still live in Detroit. My husband can't get me out of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does it mean to be a damsel in Detroit? Well, for me. I know it's always a hard question. This is the <laughs> one, and that's why I always ask it last. But for me, it's just like me encompassing like my entire self and like going about my business in the city, mm-hmm. um, uplifting other women mm-hmm. in the city, um, just doing it, yeah. like being a hustler, working hard, all of the things. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what like I like. Okay, so I stay in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I make. I don't know if I feel like it's an obligation to stay in Detroit, but. I just want to contribute to making Detroit better because mm-hmm. we hear like so many bad things. Like I have family who live out of state and they just know all about the bad stuff mm-hmm. of Detroit and not the good things in Detroit. So I want to contribute to changing the narrative of Detroit. And so I want my business to be in Detroit. I want to live in Detroit. I want to contribute to like my kids go to DPS schools. Mm-hmm. Um I want to live in a way that's inspiring to people. Um, oh, she came from here and she grew, and developed herself and her business and her family in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And just contributing to changing the narrative in Detroit, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. And lastly, where can people connect with you on social and on the web? So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. That's where I hang out um, at Tiana James mm-hmm. and Green Like Bamboo. That's Bamboo Beauty's um, Instagram and Facebook, Green Like Bamboo. And then online at bamboobeauty.shop. Wonderful. And the website is very cute, you guys. And there's some really good stuff on there that I feel like you guys would be interested in buying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How often do you, like, update the products or, like, change out stuff? Um... Well, so let me see. It's been a year and a half maybe since I launched Mm -hmm. and started with five brands. So now we have 12 brands. 
Um, actually, I'll say 11 brands because I just got rid of one after doing more research okay. on it. Um, and then I'm always looking for new brands. Mm-hmm. And when I, wherever I see, like I said, women are scared of oil, so I'm looking for moisturizers. Mm-hmm. So um, it's always changing, always adding new brands. And then... Um, I manage the website myself, so I'm always on there making, like, little updates Mm -hmm. and things like that. Wonderful. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I hope you had fun. I did. Yay. (laughs) I know. (laughs) An hour. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Stay in the house if you can. (laughs) Don't be touching people. Or your face, like Tiana said, it's not cute. It's not cool. So, as always, I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better. And we will be back next week.